You're listening to Inspirations from Ralph. What's the hurry? Part 2. In the last episode, we saw that according to Daniel, two things will mark the culture of the time of the end. The speed at which we live and the rate of change with respect to knowledge. So we see that we're trying to in the age in which we live, jam everything in furiously. And the time-saving devices and products presented to us through endless ads are designed to help us do that. Knowledge is increasing helter-skelter. We live in a very different world than our ancestors did. The pace of life was much, much slower one to two hundred years ago. One of my ancestors left the UK with his family around 1849 on a sailing ship for Australia. They took 110 days to get there. And they were interesting days. There were storms, there was almost shipwreck, there was blown off course situations. That has reduced down to travelling between Australia and the UK within one day. 110 days down to one day. We are a generation that pace up and down and patiently in front of the microwave oven. Patience is indeed a very rare commodity in our world. The danger is that you and I can so easily be caught up in this tide of pursuit for time, rushing here and here and there, often only wasting time on the unimportant and neglecting the essential. In his book, The Life You've Always Wanted, author John Ortberg described the time that he, as a very busy and rushed person, called a wise friend for some spiritual direction. Ortberg described his pace of life to him, the strains of family life, the condition of his heart and spiritual life, etc. There was a long pause on the phone, and then this wise friend said, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Another long pause. Okay, I've written that one down, Altberg said impatiently. That's a good one. Now, what else is there? He had many things to do and the call was long distance. So we wanted to cram as many pearls of wisdom in as possible in the time that he had. There was another long pause on the phone. And then there is nothing else came down the line. John Altberg calls this man the wisest spiritual mentor he has known. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our day. Hurry can destroy us, it can keep us from living well. 
Carl Jung wrote, hurry is not of the devil, hurry is the devil. Again and again, as we pursue spiritual life, or life in general, we must do battle with hurry. For many of us who are Christ followers, the great danger is not that we will renounce our faith. It is that we will become so distracted and rushed and preoccupied that we will settle for a mediocre version of our faith. We will skim through our lives instead of living our lives. And so I would call hurry sickness the disease. If you want to put a name to it, it's called hurry sickness. And one of the great illusions of our day is that hurrying will buy us more time. I remember as an employee of the Labor Department Employment Service many years ago, we were looking and discussing how that the 40-hour week would be reduced and and uh, the number of days of work would not be as many as they used to be. And we would talk about people having to be trained for leisure. In other words, they'll have tons of time in their hands because of working less. How wrong we could be. We're finding years later the opposite. People are working on average of one month more per year than at that time. If you wanted to run a business these days, you would be wise not to so much sell a product, but to sell time to deliver the service. The number one pizza outfit, Domino's, is number one because they claim to sell delivery, not pizza. God bless you.